Attraction Podcast That goes from room to room Take a hyper detailed ride through To make your dreams come true Join my family We're really into Disney Ride through Ride through Hello, everyone of all stripes and of all abilities. We welcome you to the Ride Through Pavilion podcast. Uh, my name is Jeremy. I'm Amy. I'm Fiona. And somewhere, as usual, around the house here is Liam. He is our special needs adult son. Uh, we love going to Disney. Liam loves going to Disney. Liam is not able to express all of these wonderful uh, opinions that he has about going to Disney World, but we do. So as we talk about attractions, as we talk about aspects of the park, we will be speaking on Liam's behalf as we are able to. And we will be hearing from Liam on this one because he loves this attraction for sure. And uh, first of all, let me let everybody know that this is the podcast where we take you on a hyper detailed ride through of your favorite Disney World attractions so you can experience that magic no matter where you are. Fiona, what is the attraction that we're going to be taking a ride through today? Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes, a classic without a doubt. A huge Magic classic. Kingdom style. Magic Kingdom style for sure. So, um, yeah, uh, but first we have a little bit of business to take care of, and that is a, uh, a word from our sponsor. This week's episode uh, is brought to you by Little Kids with Bubble Wands. Have you ever walked around a Disney park wishing that you had soap bubbles popping in your face? Well, brother, you need to get behind a little kid with a bubble wand. Little Kids with Bubble Wands. Woo-woo! Mm. Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> what you don't like that Fiona? I no, think it's, I love it's true. It's yeah, true. It's true. <laughs> um, when a kid gets a, a bubble wand in his in his hand, he he owns the park. Or her hand or her hands. Yeah, they own the park. There's yep. no one else there. My favorite time is on the way to the bus leaving the park that's my favorite time <laughs> when to you're get soap when bubbles you're <laughs> popping in my face it really you know, like i'm like thank you i don't mind it so much like sometimes i do but most of the time i'm just like this little kid is like living his best life yeah the time of their they're life. living yeah, their the best life <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, anyway, um, so yeah, hey, a, a few episodes back, we started this segment called Magic Moments, and it was just uh, an opportunity for for us and other people to talk about some pretty special things that have happened to them, stories that's happened um, to them as they go to the Disney parks. And so um, we this week we're doing something a little different uh, the first time we kind of told our story the uh, uh about liam and and one of his stickers we have a million of those kind of stories and last week we had a call in uh we had a caller and we played the voicemail that they left but this week uh we have uh, someone live with us and uh i'm very happy to introduce someone to you who uh, uh d- took on a very um, a very big challenge uh, and that challenge was the parkeology every ride challenge where you attempt to ride every single ride uh, at Disney World and all four parks uh, in one day. And what makes this special is that uh, this this person uh, was also at the same time using it as an opportunity to raise money for Give Kids the World, which is one of the most special places uh, in the world. Um, and so I want to welcome everyone, a, a good friend. Uh, his name is Adam Brown. He's from Traveling with the Mouse podcast. And everyone, welcome to the show, Adam Brown. Hello, Adam. Hi, everybody. Thank you for uh, having me. Yeah, we are super excited. You're our first, like, live guest so uh this is this is cool uh so anyway yeah we we were you know in the introduction we we let everybody know about this parkeology challenge it to me sounds absolutely insane i can't imagine so why don't you why don't you tell us a, a little bit about it yeah it's it's very intense that's for sure um my friend uh, jason and i who is now a contributor to our podcast quite frequently uh, we attempted this challenge after kind of a discussion on a Disney bus uh, on our way to Magic Kingdom. We just talked about, has anyone ever tried this? And so we looked it up, and there's actually two different websites that basically do the same challenge. It's everyridechallenge.com and then parkeology.com is the other one. Uh, so there's a lot of rules that you have to follow if you want to try this challenge. So if you go to those websites, you can find a list of rules that 
So we studied up on it and we, we thought, you know, we could do this. Like, I think we could try to do this. And then of course, as part of every ride challenge, you can uh, help support uh, Give Kids the World, which is uh, an organization very near and dear to all of our hearts. Um, And uh, I have a personal connection with them as well. And, you know, it just seemed like the right thing. It was great. It was something that we could do that was really fun and challenging, but also something to help raise awareness for a great organization that I have a, a very close connection to. Yeah, that's amazing. I, I can't, I can imagine that the day, probably that one day that you attempted this, it was yeah. filled with a million stories. But um, in a nutshell, right. like, like, just how did it go? I mean, did were you able to to? How many uh, rides were you actually able to yeah. conquer? Yeah. So out of the forty-five rides that were open, so. There's a few, of course, that are in a refurb as we know currently as we were speaking. Uh, we did 36 out wow. of 45. That's actually so, really yeah. good. It's impressive. Yeah. It, it is. Like, we were actually really pleased with it. Um, honestly, most people, we followed quite a few uh, doing, trying the challenge, and most people don't make it to 30. Wow. Especially on their first try. And it's understandable when you really think about it. I think a lot of people out there might think up front that it doesn't sound like a lot of rides to do in one day. But when you think of the logistics of all four theme parks and how spread out they are and how you have to get from one to the other, you have to go through security at each park and you have to park and walk (laughs) everywhere you go. Um, It makes it quite uh, daunting. And uh, once we got into it, we realized that it takes uh, a full level of commitment. You can't slow down for one second or else you're, you're going to lose time. <laughs> yeah. So have you noticed in certain rides that the, that the loading time, are there certain rides where the loading time is a lot longer than you had anticipated? Oh yeah. Yes. But there's definitely things that we weren't thinking. We thought about everything, but load time. We were mm. thinking, you know, this attraction is this long. We have this much walking time. We factored in all those things. But when it came to load time, you know, there's always things that happen like uh, Dumbo, for example, you never know, you know, somebody's always going to put the kid on the outside and they're supposed to be on the inside. Mm-hmm. So they have to switch and, <laughs> you know, those kind of things happen. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Soren was the one that took the longest too. It was forever. Uh, so there, you know, there's different rides um, that just, uh, have longer load times and primeval world is one of them that oh, uh, you know it's brutal. so slow to load down. <laughs> it just slows down and there's four people at a time absolutely right well, yeah and a lot of times we ride. don't put four people on it but, yeah right you know. right yeah. yeah and and soren yeah soren you can you can fly through that initial line you know before you get to that second tap style but that's yeah. where it completely comes to a halt and you just don't know yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's amazing, and I think that um, number one, uh, regardless of of you know you raising money, uh, this is just an amazing uh, accomplishment. But the fact that you were yeah. raising money for Give Kids the World is just uh, absolutely amazing. Puts it over the top. Yeah. So um, yeah, you know, we know you, you have a, a personal connection there as as we do, and um, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just. Um, I, I think it's amazing. So congratulations. Are, yes. are you, uh, yeah. do, do you have your sights on, on any other challenges coming up? Yes, absolutely. We, you know, you get the bug when you start doing this and you really get into it. And of course the fact that we didn't finish means that we have to, to try again <laughs> right. until right. we complete this. We're going to complete this at some point. So, uh, I was joking with someone, this is my version of a marathon. Like, right. this is what I'm going to start training for. <laughs> Which is a heck of a marathon. lot more fun. <laughs> I mean, look. If, I agree. If you're topping you out, it's... To right. Yeah. yeah, speed walking versus running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Any exactly. day. And there, there's fun rides in between. So right. Yeah. What, what, right. what more can you ask for? <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's awesome, man. So, um yeah. Yeah, and then uh, when we were talking earlier, you had mentioned that there's there's another uh, yeah. one coming up this summer. Yeah, exactly. So there's a really big one that uh, Every Ride Challenge uh, is the website. If you go there, uh, there's a donate button on the website. They have uh, raised so far nineteen thousand dollars this year That's for Give Kids the World. 
their goal is a hundred thousand by the end of the year. So there's a big run that everyone has uh, a lot of teams have signed up for, for July 24th uh, coming up. And that day they're going to try to raise as much money as possible for kids, kids of the world. And they want to get on track for that hundred thousand uh, by the end of the year. So we are considering that run that, that day. We will definitely be there and we'll be supporting as much as we can. Uh, we are going to be there on the 24th, whether we run or not. Um, it is going to be a very busy day. So just <laughs> yeah. be warned give? out there if you're going that day. There's probably going to be a lot of people power walking around you in the park <laughs> that day. Oh, so man. Be, be mindful of that. But it's gonna that be, is, uh, that is a beautiful reason just to go to the parks, to people just watch, watch that, to watch that happen. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's what we might do. Honestly, if we don't run, we're going to uh, do some interviews with folks there mm. that are doing the challenge and Very cool. and kind of uh, see how what they're thinking and how they're uh, doing and hopefully how much money they're raising as well. Wow. That's awesome. Adam, that is yeah. tr- truly a, a, a magical story for sure. So we're, we're glad that you joined us. Um, can yeah, just, uh, we'd love you to be able to, to plug your podcast and let us know a little bit more about it and how to find it. Sure. Uh, our podcast is traveling with the mouth and my cousin, John and I do it. And, um, Jane, uh, J- uh Jason, sorry, our, my friend Jason also contributes quite a bit who I did the challenge with. So we do uh, two episodes a week. We do one on the news and then we'll do an episode just on things that are near and dear to our hearts that are Disney related. You know, we, we talk about everything from the challenge, the parkology challenge to, you know, stuff from the eighties that we grew up uh, going to Disney enjoying. So yeah, it's great. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. That's great, man. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We uh, we're about to jump on Pirates of the Caribbean here in a second. We gotta uh, we gotta grab a quick drink fun. before we do that. So, <laughs> yeah. anyway, Adam Brown of Traveling with the Mouth Mouth Traveling with the Mouth. Yeah. I, I, that's where I mess up right there on that. Really, I'm so sorry. You guys, you can look no. up Traveling with the Mouth, uh, but I'm not sure what you're gonna find. Oh, I would no. just don't do it. Do not Google that. I would just stick with Traveling with the right. Mouth. So if I were you, okay. Adam, you're awesome, man. We'll, we'll, uh, we thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank yep. you. Okay. All right. That, that's incredible. I, I actually got the, the bug listening to that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, uh, um, when, when I heard what they were doing, I was just like, that's incredible. I, I wonder if I could do that. Uh, so, um, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Anyway. So that's cool. So listen, as we said before, we have got to get going here over to to Adventureland. But before we do, you know what time it is. It's time to swing by the Ride Through Pavilion. What? Refreshment Refreshment port. (laughs) And uh, the regular listeners will know that every week that we do a ride through, that we have a, uh, that we concoct a special cocktail and Fiona creates a mocktail. And we do this in honor of the, uh, of the attraction that we're riding through. And this week is no exception. Uh, So starting off with the cocktail, of course, it's Pirates of the Caribbean. So how could we not do something with rum? Amen. And so, so this this is fun for me because I'm constantly running over like punny drink names um, in my mind uh, for this podcast. And uh, this one that I came up with, I, I feel like, is pretty good because number one, it's in honor of two redheads, Amy. Yes, she's a redhead. But then also we have the the famous redhead from the redhead pirate from. Uh, well, now the redhead pirate Red, yeah. uh, from from Pirates of the Caribbean, and so um, and of course they both are uh, they're both into rum. <laughs> so yeah, we are. <laughs> so what we did was we created a cocktail called "Girls Just Want to Have Rum," and this is a uh, this is a basically it's a daiquiri with a little bit of a twist. Now, when we say daiquiri, we don't mean that frozen thing that you get on uh, um, um, fat Tuesday. Uh, this is a, this is a dark rum and it's lime juice and it's simple syrup and it's some maraschino uh, liqueur and, and it's delicious and it is delicious. delicious. And Fiona, of course you can't have any of this, but you have a mocktail of your own. What you got over there? Uh, a Jolly Roy Rogers. And what's oh. in that? Oh, well, there's some Coke, 
some grenadine, some uh, maraschino cherries, and lime juice. But I forgot the <laughs> lime juice. I just realized that when I was looking at their drinks and seeing the lime. <laughs> okay, well, it's probably delicious nonetheless. I will make it again, and I will put the lime juice in it mm-hmm. again. Well, not again, because I forgot to. <laughs> when you make it again... You will put in the lime juice. Yes, there you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all of the... That's all we have time for. Goodbye. No. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> no, uh, that's, that's, that's all the business we have to take care of. So, without any further ado, and I have my buttons marked, clearly marked, today. Thank you, Lord. And so, uh, without any further ado, let us head over to Magic Kingdom, and more specifically to Adventureland, and even more specifically... Hey, before we do, to, can I uh, to, to hand the people the deets on how to get a hold of us? Yes, please do that quickly. All right. So, While we walk oh, over. Okay. You know what? We're, we're on the monorail right now, so we have some time before we get off. Okay. Well... You're taking a lot of time just to explain that part. And um, you just took a lot of time to explain that part. <laughs> so where are we at, Amy? <laughs> well, we're on Pinterest at Ride Through Pavilion. And, oh, there's an extra O on my notes. Ride Through O Pavilion. But it's just really Ride Through Pavilion. <laughs> that was and, for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> um, Instagram, get this, at Ride Through Pavilion. What? I know. And Twitter at Ride Through Pod. Excellent. And of course, you can find us on all the podcast things. But if you are listening to us, you already have found us on a podcast thing. So, all the podcast Ooh, things. Hashtag dump plug. Okay. <laughs> so, without any further ado, let us go to Adventureland to Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, Pirates of the Caribbean, and as always, we're going to kick off this ride through with Amy reading us the official Disney description of the attraction. I'm going to try! <laughs> Set sail on a swashbuckling voyage to a long-forgotten time and place when pirates and privateers ruled the seas. Board a weathered barge for a treacherous voyage to the 17th century when rowdy rogues and ruthless rapscallions ransacked Caribbean seaport towns. Sing along as the pirates serenade you with their anthem, Yo-Ho, Yo-Ho, A Pirate's Life for Me. Very good. Yes. That was such a tongue twister. Uh, some quick stats. It is, of course, in Adventureland. The opening date was December 15th, 1973. Fun story behind that opening date. Uh, and then, you were just uh, a little baby. Yeah, I was. I was just a few weeks old. And then it's a dark ride. It's eight minutes and 30 seconds long. And it is. it has one drop. And there are no height restrictions. Fiona, why don't you let us know the accessibility information? Um, you must transfer to a standard wheelchair and then to ride vehicle. Sorry, that didn't make sense when I was reading it. <laughs> um, there's audio description and handheld captioning available. Excellent. Okay. You know what? I'd kind of like to, maybe with Liam, we should get that handheld captioning thing one yeah, time. Yeah, just, just to see what they were saying. I, yeah, when you look at scripts from this attraction, there is so much being said, and you, hmm. I, I, there's just a lot there. You just don't there. even there's realize it. a lot it. of dialogue, yeah. Hmm. Uh, some of it you can't make out. Uh, so I don't want to hog the thing, but if they had an extra one, I would take it with me. Um, I'm sure they have an extra one. Like, how many people are saying, hey, I need the... Uh, the handheld, handheld captioning, captioning device. Well, you know, I mean, plenty, plenty, there are of people. plenty of people. But I'm if just Liam saying, could read. We would definitely be using yeah, it for sure for every time. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, as we said uh, once again, this is an Adventureland. Just in case you missed it, the next announcements in 30 seconds. But uh, we, uh, as we go into Adventureland, in fact, let's talk about how would you uh, approach this attraction if you were at Magic Kingdom? Oh boy, the bridge. Uh, the you, bridge, what bridge? I'd, like, I'd go on to the bridge. Uh, what from bridge? The hub. So at the beginning of, yeah, from Yo. the hub. Okay, at the entrance Except to the I always uh, almost fall on that bridge every time. Yeah. So I try not to fall. That's Once good. I succeed or not, <laughs> I would then go to Pirates. So if you, if you didn't fall too hard, you'd get back up and I, proceed. To yeah, pirates. I would not okay. go that way. Okay. I would go the way of Frontier land ah or like by splash mountain mm -hmm. via splash mountain 
I see. So you would go from that. That here's part- what I would do. I would go from haunted mansion to Pirates of the Caribbean, right along that walkway of Rivers of America, right? Rivers mm-hmm, of America, mm-hmm. and so Flash that would Mountain. be yeah. Okay, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, if. We had Liam, I'd go from Frontierland, but if it was, if Liam was with us, I would Wasn't not, with us? If he wasn't with us, then I would go from the hub, because it's just hard to get around. Adventureland, by design, is meant to twist and turn. You know, you don't, you don't step into the, the, the front of the land, and then you, you know, what they call the, the weenie at the back of the park. So, with, with Tomorrowland, that is... It, it, that is Space Mountain, kind of beckoning to you when you when you enter into the park. Uh, you, you know you're main you're at Main Street, but but the castle is beckoning you. Uh, with Adventureland, um, it's it's intentionally um, kind of uh, tight at first, where you can't see beyond it because adventure awaits. You don't know what you're getting into, uh, but by that design, then it does get cramped, and they're trying to get around Adventureland. Yeah. Uh, definitely is. Um, it can be a difficult, especially uh, uh, when you're navigating a stroller or a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway, so eventually we get there and we see at the exterior, we see this, this. well, we arrive in Caribbean Plaza, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it really wasn't until I started researching for this for this podcast, for this episode. I mean, it really is its own little mini land. Mm. Um it, it is that pirates you, is pirates is mm-hmm. the, that Caribbean Plaza. You get mm-hmm. into that Spanish architect, that colonial Spanish architecture, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just it's it's really it's like cool. its own little town within Adventureland. It is, it is, you know, and, and within it, the city of Adventureland, it's a right. little town. It's a little town in the city, uh, and Jack Sparrow is the mayor, <laughs> and. Uh, but as we look, you know, um, like I said, we can see this colonial Spanish architecture. We really are looking at a castle. We're looking at at uh, at the the uh, at a fort, and and as we we're looking at it, you know, there's that iconic um, clock tower, but also that iconic ship mast with the attraction name written on the sail, Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a skeleton. If you look up, as we always say, and look you, up. you see the, uh, you see skeleton in the crow's nest. And then there's also like fun, like cannonball holes right through the, uh, right through the sail, hmm. which I think is a very nice detail. And as you approach, you have standby on the left and you have fast pass on the right. And I, and I like to say that the building is kind of that stucco, Absolutely. Um, that terracotta stucco and like with terracotta uh, the tiles. Terracotta tiles on the roof. On the roof. It's very, it reminds me a lot of Arizona. It does. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can see why it would. It reminds me of uh, Arizona, Southern California. Um, and as we, as we. Colonial Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Mexico. And uh, <laughs> as we, as we're looking to also, there's a sign just to the right of the fast. There's an arch where you go in for the fast pass and there's an arch to the right of it. And there is a sign above that says Castillo de, de Moro, which is, I believe, Castle of Death. Death or the Dead? Somebody look or that dying. up. Can we look that up? Because Moro, I know like Muerto means... Are you looking it up or am yeah, I looking, I'm looking it up? It up okay. Just while I talk. Uh, but I think, um, what what does that mean? Somebody needs to look that up to see what it actually means. I, this is giving me <laughs> all sorts of beautiful uh, uh, no, places up. that I could go if I wanted to visit. Um, no, wait, look. You just keep going. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. Okay, cool. Because it, it actually, the sign comes up a little bit later too. And then uh, the queue is uh, really a big, giant, covered courtyard. And depending on the crowd level, you may not even know that this is actually part of the queue. It is almost something that you rush through to get to those big arched doors at the beginning of the at the uh, entrance of the show building but on on a on a crowded day or when the when the crowd levels get a little high or even when the queue gets backed up uh those they do have chains that come out and um you know they set up basically switchbacks uh as you go uh but then when you enter in and depending if you've done uh, standby or fast pass, you have one or two different lines. Now, back in the day, uh, they didn't have fast pass, and so these were just two. These were two 
uh, cues, two lines that you could take. There was one on the left and one on the right. And mm-hmm. so, but now um, one is for fast pass and one is for standby. Okay. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised okay. at what this means. Nose. Nose? Nose. Castle of nose? Nose? Like N O S E? Nose. N O S E. Nose. I sound like the guy on. I mean, uh, it also could Mystery mean anything that is round, like a head, headland, a prominent overhanging lip, nose, pebble, <laughs> or a small rounded hill. <laughs> it also means. Uh, it also means grape seed, and it means kitty cat paw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's just throw anything else right. in there. I mean, it means everything, right, but basically. When you when you type that in, like, what does this mean in Spanish? It Moro. Like, Moro means nose. nose. So perhaps it's it's as the fort is jutting out into the cove. It it's is, a nose. The nose. Uh, yeah. Hmm. No. I don't know. You know what? No. <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody knows. I'll be here all night, folks. Oh boy. Try the girls just want to have rum, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about uh, the two different cues. There's the fast pass cue, and as you go through, this really is more of a a piratey experience mm-hmm. as opposed to the more soldier kind of fort experience that you right. would have if you went on the left. So as you're going through this part, uh, this uh, fast pass cue or the one on the right. Uh, you're seeing, you know, you're seeing cannons, and you know, you're you're seeing a few things that that have to do with the fort. But also, as you go through, you look down and you can see through this this window. It's almost like a prison cell, a little bit. I don't know, but there's two pirate, there's two skeletons, pirate skeletons sitting down there, or just people, and they are playing, they are playing uh, chess. And if you look closely, that chess, then this is a freebie because normally this is the kind of thing we talk about next week uh, in our companion episode. But don't uh, say it. But uh, you're going to have to tune in, <laughs> tune in to find out what's going on with that. That thank you, that Fiona, chess for game. keeping me. Uh, <laughs> tune in to see who wins next week. Uh, <laughs> but there's there's uh, there's those cool like little steps there to the left. Uh, there's you just start to see then supply rooms. It's not so much weaponry. It's not so much uh, you know cannons and all that stuff. Though you do see that it's it's just a lot of like supply stuff that you would see like you know that you would want to put into a ship. Uh, and then as you get out to the as you get out to the uh, to the loading area, there to the right, you see kind of um, digging equipment, and and you can hear pirates digging, and you can hear them talking about this treasure that they're looking for. So that's kind of cool. If you go through the standby line, uh, you see um, you see uh, this this masthead kind of like leaning up outside of this fort. Fortress. Yeah. Um, And then, but as you go through, really, that's where you see a lot of like locked up uh, munitions and, you know, guns locked up on the wall. Uh, You get into that armory with the, with, you know, more guns on the wall locked away, but also you see this giant powder keg. Um, There's a fireplace in that room too. This is that room with the, with the tables Mm -hmm. uh, and it has a fireplace. It has a coat of arms. You see, this is where a lot of people who don't like waiting in line, like, will get over and sit down at those tables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at that ledge, I don't think there's the chairs though; though they don't pull they don't out. Move. Uh, so, but you can sit down on that ledge while you're waiting. Um, and what's funny is that always just seems to be the quickest moving one. So, ironically, <laughs> you go to sit down, and you're, you're immediately getting back up. Um, so, yeah. And then if you look up, there's there's like these cast iron chandeliers. It's very very castle-y, very fortressy, very mm-hmm. Spanish. Uh, and you, you, so, oh, but the, the cool thing too is as you get out of there, as you get up to that second uh, tap style uh, where the, the cast member tells you to go to the left, as you, you head down that ramp, you know, you kind of see like that, that it's like, I don't know if it's a well or if it's just like a pulley system that would be pulling dirt out of a hole if they're digging there too. I'm not sure what's happening there. But as you go forward, then there's you're back out into this little, um, outdoor, what was supposed to be like an outdoor little courtyard. You're not outdoors. You're not, but there's but. like a fountain there mm-hmm. and they have like the shrunk down, um, you know, they have the shrunk down um, like windows, you know, the forest perspective mm-hmm. thing going on in there. Here's another place you can unload your change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Now this this place reminds me of I I spent some of my childhood in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we had a, a restaurant called Casa Benita, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what this little turn in the queue reminds me of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like I just expect like you know the smell of sopapillas to come wafting in or. <laughs> Somebody offering me more plastic enchiladas. I want to say something about the standby line. Mm-hmm. When you first walk in, it's super wide. And this is where people, for some reason, want to, they think the, they can pass you. Yes. And so yeah. just. So put on your best derby stance. Yeah. Roller derby. <laughs> Amy is in, in roller derby. No, so I, people I mean, should know that. I was. And so she knows the moves for blocking. Yeah. Pretty That's a great point for you. And I almost brought that up for when the when the queue extends outside. Um, those are massive switchbacks. I mean, they are wide. And people mm-hmm. do a really good job of just like... Of honoring each of other. Of honoring, yeah. I, that. I don't know. I feel like I've been um, cut in line plenty of times on Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> same with Soren. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah. 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 It's all right. We're all going to the same place. That's right. And so then we get up, speaking of going to the same place, uh, we all end up at the loading area. <laughs> and this is Pirate's Cove. This is the, what, what what they call Pirate's Cove. And um, depending which side you've gone in, you're either entering the boat from the left or from the right. But... Um, but uh, as you're entering, in fact, Fiona, before we get to the safety announcement, Liam has something to say. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. Um, if you are in, if if you are using a wheelchair, uh, I believe if you if you're using a, a scooter, you've left that outside. Is that correct? No, or can not you, always. you can you ride those inside? I think you can ride them inside. I'm not. No, I, I, I don't know. I think you transfer to, to a, a wheelchair. wheelchair. That's right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so if you are in, said. if you brought your wheelchair, oh, you're right, Fiona. If you, if you, if you're in your own wheelchair, or even if you've transferred one, it's at this point where they will take your wheelchair from you, and and they want you to take everything off of that everything. wheelchair. Um, one and, of the few rides that they have you take everything. Yeah, a lot of times, like you know, and, and it's more safely guarded. Um, you know, or if it's not going to go anywhere, if it's not mm-hmm. going to move from one point to the other, they let you keep everything on there. Um, um, but this actually changes locations. This like changes locations. Member has to move the. It will take it downstairs and then have it waiting for you when you mm-hmm. get off. So I think that's why. However, um, that doesn't hold up when you think about haunted mansion because they do the same thing. They they take your wheelchair outside for you, uh, and they do that through that series of hallways between. Maybe the, there's been more incidents of yeah, theft, on or maybe more opportunity. You know, people to be are out of feeling piratey. Pirates, oh <laughs> lord! They become pirates. And so, <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Those uh, those cast members are street shooters. And another Liam moment type thing is, so these rows are pretty tiny. Yes, and. And um, they have us all sit in one row, which Liam can't handle. He likes his space. Yeah. So we have to now ask for two rows because they always try to fit us. And, in the, and when you ask, they're totally fine oh, about yeah. it. But by default, yeah, they try to squeeze y'all in there, and that, that's that's fine. Yeah, but it, when but Liam gets grabby, he gets grabby and he gets pushy, like we yeah. just because he's blind and he's deaf and he wants to know what's around him, and it's just better to let him have his space. Yep. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so thank you, Liam, for for that. Uh, however, if you don't have a wheelchair, well, then you're just you're just getting right on and you're you're boarding up, and then you. The other one more point about wheelchair is you won't go up over the bridge. You won't go to the other loading area. Yes, this is where the loading area splits into. Oh, that's two. right. Even if you have a fast pass and you're in a wheelchair, you will now be directed to finish in that standby line. That's mm-hmm. a great. That's a great point. So now you're there, and then you hear this safety announcement. All right. Ahoy there, crew. For your safety, remain seated. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the boat, and watch your children. And no flash pictures. Prepare to make sail. Okay, I don't want to be Mr. Complainy Pants, but no flash pictures. Thank you. The, and, and here's why it's not like that's what they say the rules are so i'm gonna like be the enforcer it's a dark ride and when somebody is flashing in your face it makes it makes it to where you can't see 
Mm -hmm. can't see the rest of the ride i mean let alone yes it does ruin the effects it's supposed to be a dark ride and so it does ruin it does ruin the perspective when the whole room lights up because you have a flash going but for crying out loud i mean it's 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 when people are like taking pictures and like they want to like take something behind them and they flash it right in your face and you you just simply can't see yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's what it is yeah so cool i can't uncool that is that is one of the things um there are a yeah. few pe- there are a few people that have pictures of from Pirates of the Caribbean where they're trying to take something behind them, and I am actually just holding my hand up uh, in front of my <laughs> in front of the camera just to block the flash. Yeah, uh, just just for my own eyesight. I was, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not. Uh, maybe I am trying to. Uh, you kind know, of trying to be. I'm a not jerk. trying to be a jerk. Maybe I'm making a little bit of a statement, but still. Um, anyway, okay, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> enough complaining pants. We are. Uh, Back on Disney. Back on track. Back so as on we, Disney Magic. As we go now, I want to. I want to get your guys' take on this. As we're as we're leaving that queue, or I'm sorry, as we're leaving that loading area, and you know, you can still see that you can see the control booth up above you, and that mm-hmm. that is that is a skull. That's like a skull shape hidden up there. But as you look to the right, you see you're looking out of the of this of this fortress, mm-hmm. and you see off in the distance, you see a ship. Mm-hmm. Now I think, and it's a nighttime, and it's a image. nighttime thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think, I, I think, and, and, and maybe this isn't a revelation, but this is something that I've never been able to confirm. I think that we are looking at the ship that's about to attack us when we get down the the Once drop. We do the drop? Yeah, and yeah. I think that we are inside that fort. I think that fort that mm. is being attacked after the drop is where we are when we're loading mm-hmm. when we're loading in mm-hmm. that's that's what i think and maybe everybody's like yeah i already knew that but i i, I can't find confirmation but i think that's what's happening mm-hmm. um so then we we shove off and we go and then suddenly it gets very dark and it gets very blue and we are in what the we were looking at some original blueprints from from seventy three mm-hmm. and uh, seventy two and and it actually um, th- this place was marked as Moonlight Cove mm-hmm. and that makes sense it's very blue this is the area that as you're floating around um, you hear dead men tell no tale well there's a lot of stalagmites and stalactites yes coming up out of there mm-hmm. and it appears as if the the moonlight is coming in mm-hmm. and that is where you've passed through that mist curtain where they have projected on their Davy Jones and Blackbeard I think it's everything up to that mist curtain that's Moonlight Cove you think mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah, totally. Uh, and so then, as you get th- as you pass through that, then we're in uh, Dead Man's Cove, and it's in Dead Dead Man's Cove that as we uh, as we approach this this first kind of vignette with these skeletons, we see first off to our left, we're we're looking at this skull, this skull rock, and what's cool, it's a total force perspective. Skull rock, skull rock, <laughs> and as we as we pass by it. We that skull rock. It turns out it was just force perspective. We mm-hmm. see it kind of like we see that it's actually it's one of my favorite things. Several several different uh, rock formations. Mm-hmm. When you're looking at it a certain way, it makes up a skull, but it looks nothing like a skull as you pass right. by. So you kind of see this skull kind of deconstruct mm-hmm. as you as you float I, by. It's one of my favorite. Yeah, things, I love it. Really. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and then off to the left, we see this this sandy, uh, you know, th- this part always confuses me. We're in a cave. It looks like a beach. I'm not sure what's happening. Well, I mean, if you watch the movies, you'd know what was happening. Okay. Because th- don't they have the first movie? The first movie, they're in like a cave. They fixed and, all, like they, they and that's where that when the story. moonlight hits them, they turn into skeletons. Okay. So, right? yes. Okay. So, so. So this is some kind of inside, like you're inside a, well, I mean, it is a grotto. How it used so. to be with the mermaids and everything, like that, that was a part of the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Which they're no longer there. And, and we're now there's just three pirate skeletons uh, to your left. Uh, they all have, all have had terribly. a saber driven through their chest. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, it looks like uh, there's a digging hole. There was a hole that was dug and. There's also a crab. There's also there's a crab an animated crab. 
I mean, not animated. Right. This animatronic. Is animatronic crab. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and because there is a hole there that's been dug, you can only assume that they had pulled out a chest and found mm-hmm. what they were looking for, and then they got ambushed, ambushed for it. Mm. And then as, then as we pass that, then directly in front of us, we, we see Hurricane Lagoon. And this is that skeleton who's on this like very raggedy ship. The ship is like on its last leg, and it's a skeleton behind the wheel navigating the storm. The wind is blowing. The, the, There's lightning. The lightning, yeah, all that stuff. And, and this whole time, from the time you hit that mist curtain to the drop, is dead men tell no tales that that is just you hear that over and over time. and over yep and then we get to we look up and this is a recent addition we see a pirate's head i'm sorry we see a, a skull with a pirate's cap on it and, and then i think it has two swords does it have two swords mm-hmm. it, and, it's like it's a jolly roger Kind yeah. of, but with swords instead of bones. Okay. I think. And it's talking to you, getting your attention, and then a big flash of lightning goes off, but that is actually just uh, a photo opportunity that they're, the, the on-ride photo, uh, and and um, then that'll show up on your app later. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. But but from there, then, it's right. <laughs> that one doesn't always work. <laughs> That's true. But from there, then, you get to the drop. And um, I believe this is a 13, 18 foot drop. 13. 13 foot drop. Um, and it's in the dark. It's it's expected, but because it is so, it's such a small um, area that you drop down through. I mean, there's something like really cool about it. It's always it's, unexpectedly it's, steep. Yeah. It, yeah. it always, it kind of always takes me by surprise because I always think, ah, oh, this one's nothing. And then I get on it yeah. and I'm like, well, that was a little something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. And if you scream, make sure you shut your mouth before you get oh, uh, to the bottom. You yes. don't want pirate water. In Another your mouth. thing, getting water in your mouth. Oh. Pirate water. <laughs> Love that smell, though. Yeah, me too. Oh, boy. But you don't want to get it in your mouth. <laughs> I think no. we've had this conversation yeah. before. <laughs> the under what circumstances oh, would you get <laughs> water in your mouth? But that would be one of them. This yeah. is one of them. And, you, and where the drop lets off it's a very it's still very narrow and so there's a lot of jostling there's a lot of and jostling and splashing it, around for sure it happens to her like she always gets either water in her eye or her mouth yeah it's it aims <laughs> at me I, i'm pretty sure they're like hey that redheaded lady is back on her Let's the redhead's her. back um and so then as we as we emerge from this drop and from this this hallway kind of uh, the we we find ourselves um, at this bombardment scene and this is the ship to our left um, and we see Captain Barbosa up at the deck and he's yelling things at the at the people on the fort and there's back and forth uh, the fort is firing cannon at the at the ship the ship is firing back and, and we pass through it it's very misty uh, and this is one of those hit or miss literally kind of things where you can be going through this portion of the ride and the cannon water doesn't hit you or the cannon water completely drenches you yeah and that's that's right before you go into town square where there's one cannon off to the right that just you either get super splashed or not (laughs) and so keep keep that trap closed until you see until you're in front of the well because <laughs> well, they'll surprise you with some pirate water. I feel water. like they've ramped it. I feel like it's always happened, but it seems like it, it happens so often now. Yeah. This, this big explosion has always been there, but the, the, in the water, this water cannon, um, mm-hmm. where, where, where it appears that the uh, cannonball is hitting the water, but I feel like it's, it's a constant thing now. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's the equivalent of the... Uh, the, the water cannons on Splash Mountain, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. except they turn those off when it gets really cold. Um, but um, but not pirates. Oh no, not pirates. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this is great. And 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 then you turn to the right and you kind of find yourself now coming into the town and you see the town square. And what you're smelling at this point is what rum. No, not yet. Fruit. Yep. You smell that citrus. Mm. Uh, that's where you start to smell mm. that orange smell, and it's that same orange smell from um, from Soren from the first Soren. Oh, really? Which it is does what? Not smell like it? No, no I, I feel like me. it's the same one. Um, I'm just thinking of that 
that time on Soren when that malfunctioned, um, uh, whatever those that pumps out the scents. Yeah. That fart. Yeah, and it kept going. Smell farter. So disgusting. I don't know why I brought that up. We may cut that out. Uh, maybe no, not. No, we're though. not. We're leaving it in. That's our mantra around here. And so uh, <laughs> what we see in front of us then is this town square. And we see uh, several men who are tied up, uh, presumably uh, people with information. It looks like they are all in line to be interrogated. And the way they're being interrogated is uh, being uh, um, put in the well and being brought up and down uh, until they uh, give up the information that uh, that they that the pirates that they are have. looking yeah. for. And that's... Uh, what I, are I, they looking for? They're looking for jack sparrow oh and i and i feel like that's the mayor for some reason i don't know why the guy that's currently in the well i feel like is the mayor and that's his wife well and his wife is not very supportive no she says don't be cheeking and don't be cheeking and like what yeah i i don't know that connection i would never do that to you but what what they are looking for tied up and being dunked in a well thank you i would be very supportive like don't dunk him (laughs) <laughs> don't dunk him don't dunk that would you know say that or would you go down there and i would well it depends <laughs> on if i was just... in my nightgown or not i mean she's clearly in her <laughs> nightgown so. I'm, I'm in peril and you're worried about your apparel uh yeah <laughs> so then he, you'd pretty much be doing the same thing well i wouldn't be yelling at him <laughs> oh, i'd be yelling true. at the other pirates i'd be like don't do that okay <laughs> Okay. I wouldn't be yelling at him being like, just tell him what you know. Don't be a chicken. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, so as we as we pass that scene, then we do see that, you know, it looks like, um, you know, not only have all the valuables been brought out of the houses and strewn about town square, off to the left, we see some ranch, uh, some ransacked shops as well, including a dress shop or a tailor. And we see Which two... Which the dresses are for the smallest yeah Women they are ever, like little miniature well, back then they little were, miniature they were, everyone people. was smaller back then and we see uh, jack sparrow Not everybody because clearly in the ride there are some larger ladies okay some curvaceous women sure okay. voluptuous okay all right boy Not- don't drag me into this i got nothing to say about that <laughs> um and so um, we do see Jack Sparrow standing between two dress forms and he's kind of peering out and he's kind of looking. And um, despite the fact that people are being drowned and tortured, uh, he's going <laughs> to stay hidden away like the hero he is. <laughs> Yay, go Jack. Was and then, he a hero? No, not he's really. No, of- they're pretty clear that he's the anti-hero for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so uh, then as we come around, then we see the auction scene. And of course, uh, this is this is 2019. And so we are talking about the current scene. And that scene is an auction scene in which uh, um, now I, I want to get this straight. And, I, and, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. None of it makes sense. But. But um, and, and this isn't a commentary on whether or not they should have kept or, or should have gotten gotten rid of the previous scene. I'm just addressing the current scene right now. That that if I understand it correctly, these are pirates who are instead of taking what they want from people, they are saying we're going to force you to auction it. Well, there's a certain group of pirates, I guess, that have come before the other pirates and acquired some goods because they're set up they're ready to go i mean they're they are yeah um i you know i don't know are they taking a percentage and giving giving most of the money back to the people they're stealing from definitely not and the pirates that are also purchasing these items they're like yeah i don't feel like uh actually pillaging yeah i'm just gonna gonna buy i'm gonna come buy this stuff it's weird and i'm gonna keep upping that price right exactly I'll pay more for that. Um, These so, have got to be rum-riddled pirates, <laughs> right? So, you know, re- re- regardless of, the, of of how we got here, I feel like this this scene is a little confusing, and perhaps it is very accurately, uh, you know, perhaps it is historically accurate. I I I'm I've never heard of anything like this happening before. But what they do talk about is um, they're standing there in front of a, a mercado, and they're also talk. They're also in front of a cantina. They're clearly in the, in the middle of well, the yeah. The cantina sign moved to where the redhead is. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Where did it used to be? 
it used to be behind them and they if a uh, hmm. shot used to be fired and it would bounce off that oh right right off. look at you so, smarty so what happens is then um now what they're doing is they're saying hey look we don't care about the hens we don't care about the marble bust or the or the painting or the grandfather clock on that guy's back what we want <laughs> is the rum and the 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 redhead who is now a pirate uh, she is now sexy pirate Oh well, yeah. And so they <laughs> <laughs> you you wouldn't be wrong. And um and now um Well you she's know, showing she more is leg goading, and stuff. She's goading time. goading them on, mm-hmm. you know, to keep asking for the rum and so this really just becomes about run rum. And um so as we go by there we, we leave them to be uh, quibbling over all of that. And <clears throat> quibbling or quibbling? Quibbling. It's quibbling? I said it right. Yes you did. Okay. And then we pass under a bridge and then now we get to the chase scene. And here we see to our left, we see several houses and we see inside those houses that uh, pirates are attempting um, quite unsuccessfully to, to, to steal things from these houses because they're not sneaky pirates because the ladies of the house are, are like giving Full them on what chase for, mode. yeah, absolutely. So this really is a chase scene. We see one pirate running with the chest, but he's being chased after by you no, know, the first two pirates. Pirates are just running in circles with a chest for some reason. No, there's the, no, no there's chased. no one chasing. No, nope. on the first Not one, the I first, think there is. No. Okay. We'll have to go back. <laughs> we'll have to visit the video. But um, in any case, yeah, uh, there's there is there is running. In, in perhaps chasing, uh, but then we do we see there's not in the first one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> chicken. There, there are chickens. Uh, then we see Lazy Pirate. We see this guy kind of leaning up against there. There's a dog listening to what he's saying, and he's holding this key, and he's like, Jack Sparrow will never get the key to Davy Jones' locker. I've got it right here. Ha, ha, ha. And we see Jack Sparrow kind of peeking up out of this barrel behind him, looking at it like ready to snatch it. Yeah, he um, kind of gives that Scooby-Doo shifty eye. Oh, yeah. The, I think. Like, yeah. And then we see, then we do see, I think we can agree on this, Amy. Uh, we see a, a man uh, running from a woman who has a broom and she's chasing yes. him around. Yes. yes. Uh, and yeah. then we, and then yep. we see, uh, as we're about to pass under this bridge, we see to our right, we see old Bill and old Bill is drunk as a skunk and he's trying to force uh, alcohol on his cats. And the cats are all kittens, the kittens, Bill, yeah. Ugh. you rascal. Bill. And, and can I just say from experience, I mean, this is just now Mr. Business experience. Right. Jim, Mr. Jim Business. Mr. He's our Jim cat. Business. Um, Early listeners will know that he was the, the villain of the podcast for a while. He still also, is. He still he's is. He's still also a rascal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he he also does not care for the alcohol. Yeah. I have like, just like put my finger in like the, the foam, foam of my beer and like just put it in his face and he literally will gag and it's, it's the, funniest the funniest thing, thing ever. ever. It really Same is. with coconut milk foam. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like coconut milk. <laughs> And then as we keep going along, then we get into these, we see this burning village in front of us and uh, we see to our left, we see, (laughs) I meant to play this music while we talk about the, uh, the burning village. We see the musicians to the left and we see them singing this song. We see a donkey there with them. We see the dog again. Now, is this the same dog? I don't know. And this is where we smell the rum. This is where we smell the rum as we're passing by old Bill, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, there's the three musicians there. Um, and then, uh, let's see, one's got a lute kind of like like mandolin type thing. And I think that's it. I think the other ones are just singing. Oh, no, one has an accordion. Mm-hmm. Like a little accordion. And then there's one guy. Just and the other one has a uh, 1967 Les Paul uh, electric guitar, and he's <laughs> shredding. <laughs> no. Um, Flipping his hair around. Of an angel. <laughs> he jumps off the uh, speaker. <laughs> <Amp>. <laughs> and then as we look out across, then we see two drunk buddies 
kind of leaning up against each other for support. Uh, rampant alcohol bu- abuse is 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 celebrated in this room. And then we see one guy with one foot on the dock and another and, and another in this boat. And, and he has a ton of hats on. He has a ton of hats on. And, he and his is, arms are quite full. Yeah, and he's like, whoa, whoa. Very cartoony. It's very fun. And uh, let's see, what else do we have there? Might also be able to find in Scooby-Doo. Right, yep. <laughs> oh, to our right, how about this? How about Drunk Pig Guy? He's uh, he's just... Telling stories to some Telling pigs. stories. And the pigs are also they're, drunk. They kind of look so They're singing the song. Yeah, the but they, they look... No, they yeah, look well, drunk, too. I think I think where I old think Bill failed with getting the cats drunk, they were able to get the, the pigs drunk. <laughs> so good on you. Or they had, like, fermented fruit. From <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? Like raccoons dumpster diving, yeah. and then like they get fermented fruit, and they, they're they kind of like stumble around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and then um, let's see. What else do we have there? Oh, we got Dirty Foot Guy up Oof. on the bridge. Yep. But but he but, also has a parrot next to him he has a, and a flaming nasty, thing of he has rum. a nasty old parrot with with hardly any feathers on him yeah. um, and, he goes, and then you yeah his jug is flaming but around us we see things collapsing uh you know we see we see structures like kind of rome's co- burning yeah yeah a bit and we actually do smell that just a little bit don't a little bit mm. no it's more Maybe of that rum it's not smell. intense but mm. it's not, not like really not strong. like rome yeah. is burning at all. And so we, we then move into what's about to be one of the final scenes, which is the jail. And we see six pirates, uh, three... Uh, in each in cell. E- there's two cells with three pirates each. And we see them uh, trying to get the dog. This this is a very famous scene. Mm-hmm. And the dog is holding the keys behind them outside in the, in, uh, in the windows. You can see the city is burning quickly. Mm. Yeah. I've seen that. <laughs> well, you yeah, have, have you, you written this because you've written it 50 times wow. <laughs> um what one of my t- favorite one of my favorite youtube things that you can look up is the one of the pirates in the first cell he <laughs> it's one of those malfa- Malfun- malfunctioning um animatronics where he just he shakes he's shaking <laughs> he has a cup too he's right? got a cup and he's He's just really shaking. <laughs> really shaking. Yeah, it's uh, it's really. If funny. you want should, a few hahas, you need to. We need to put that on that. on yeah. Pinterest for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and oh. and then we see uh, the the other thing is is in the other three, there's a guy whistling for the dog. <laughs> when he's uh, that's that's whistling for those of you that don't know. <laughs> you didn't have to ask Google. That's what that's I've heard whistling. that. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Um, but when he's not whistling, his cheeks are still puffed out. I thought the guy had mumps. I just thought this guy is just a little too cartoony. Well, he's got that Dizzy Gillespie like. Right. Yeah. He does. And I just thought, huh, that's a strange artistic choice. But it wasn't until, and I only thought of him as not whistling. But then when I saw him whistling and thought of him as the guy whistling, then I was like, ah. Yeah. But he's just got that circular breathing like Dizzy Gillespie. He's just constantly whistling. I mean, think about it. That would be one of those ones on the ride where you're like, would I want to whistle all day long? Yeah, we often play this game where we we try to figure out like if, if you had to be an animatronic, but you were sentient, you knew what you were doing, which one would you want to be and which one would you really hate to be in other words what is that one action that you that you're doing every 10 seconds over and over all day long and you're fully aware that you're doing Mm it i'd be the pig guy really yeah yeah you're just laying there yeah 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 Yeah, i'm not sure what i'd be i haven't had a lot of time to think about it i want to be the guy in the middle singing oh he's got a beautiful tenor voice guy yeah 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 i usually am that guy on the ride yeah. Hmm. I don't know what I'd want to be. Well, I, don't, may, maybe, I know what I don't want to be, but it's in it's, another ride. How about how about? Um, well, no, on this ride, you can't go to another ride. We're in this ride. So, which one would you want not want to be? I mean, the dunking guy is pretty. That sucks. That would be terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be awful. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I what I want to be. be. The whistling guy. <clears throat> you know, I guess I wouldn't mind being dirty foot guy. Yeah. You know. That bottle of burning rum, though, has got to get hot. But you're you're sitting on your foot, and then the other foot's, like, hanging. Oh, yeah, your that, foot would my, fall asleep. Yeah, I couldn't handle that. 
Maybe maybe I'd be the guy trying to get the cats drunk. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've tried to. <laughs> they look really scary. <laughs> I mean, I do have precedence of <laughs> you trying to feed cats alcohol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's not, that's not true. <laughs> it's not true, guys. It's not. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Amy's blowing up my spot over here. <laughs> Uh, and so as we pass through, then um, we see to our left, we see the treasure hold or the treasure room. And we see Johnny Depp uh, um, sitting in this chair and he's surrounded by tons and tons of gold. And he's he's kind of uh, given these different uh, uh, sing-songy kind of speeches that kind of like... Our that true always, Jack Sparrow style. Yeah, it always seems to come around to I'm, drink up me Hardy's yo-ho, though. Yeah. He seems to pepper that in there quite a bit. I'm going to say whatever it is that is in his hand. Let's see. He's sitting there. It's a cup. Is it his? It's his left hand? Yeah. His left hand. No, not the cup. That's in his right hand. In his left hand, he's got his fingers like curled around this like big jewel. Yeah, it is. is It's like like, a, it's like an amulet or a medallion or something. Something. Yeah. It's, it's a weird, number one, it's a weird piece of treasure to just be holding on and waving around. Yeah first place weird flex bro yeah weird but then his hand looks really weird and you know i'd like to know johnny depp if you're out there if you you know when you listen to our podcast when you listen yeah i'd really like to know about that left hand it's it's odd and and it, and it takes me on a trip through uncanny valley <laughs> yeah it's just yep. weird also johnny depp what, what do you do to prepare for a role yeah let yeah. us know Tweet at us. Hashtag. What do you do ride to prepare pie. for a roll? <laughs> <laughs> What's Joe saying? <laughs> no. What's that, Joe? What's that, What's Joe? That Joe? <laughs> uh, anyway, so then that's it. We're at the end of the we're at the end of the ride. We're sitting there watching Johnny Depp, and we are getting whiplash because yep. boats are are are, are hitting, hitting us, us in the back. And then uh, finally, we get up on the conveyor belt, and then they, they sing us and these are song. always and yeah. these are always the times where we were like, mm, I should have worn my sports bra, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Amy's blowing up my spot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> And then, and just want you to know the intensity of the shaking. <laughs> and so then we exit to our left. Um, and if you, uh, in our case, we have Liam that I need to transfer out of the boat. Uh, people in the rows behind us could care less. They, they push through us and we have to just yes. kind of make our way over to our waiting wheelchair. A cast member has brought it down. Now, uh, if you're just leaving without a wheelchair, then you head right on up the speed ramp and then you're out of the gift belt. shop. If you're, in a, if you're in a wheelchair, then what they do is they tell you to uh, go to the left. There's a there's a door there and you open that door and then there's, there's an a, elevator. There's a wheelchair button. Yeah, that there's you can a, push. Yeah, automatic button. And then, um, <clears throat> and then you get in this elevator and it takes you up and then you come in, uh, you kind of go around this little maze. And then uh, if you anybody knows where those, the two bathrooms, bathrooms, and then there's also a companion bathroom, you kind of like come around that backside yeah. and then you go into the gift shop that way. It's really bizarre to me though, with the having us go to a elevator because, well, at least it used to be this way. Um, Space Mountain, you would go up a, a conveyor belt. A conve- yeah. 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 Moving sidewalk. And yeah. it's just, it's weird to me that, that's true. That I never thought about that. Well, and um, I this is a little tip that I'm going to give you. If you are somebody who uses a wheelchair and you go with a party, like, hey, party, be ready for this because you can jump out, pull that wheelchair, get it ready, and then the person who needs and it And then your can, wheelchair person can slowly get out yeah, <clears throat> while everybody else crazy. exits. Crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's it's true. Not Some of that may be our own fault. Maybe we just need to wait for knowing that everyone's going to stampede past us. Maybe we just need mm-hmm. to take our time a little bit. Cool. But the cast member does kind of rush you. So, but just yeah. know if you get out, if the party part of the party gets out and gets the wheelchair ready, yeah, it it doesn't feel as rushed or chaotic. That's a good tip for um, <clears throat> Small World too. Yes. Mm. So anyway, that's it. That's our ride through of, of Pirates of the Caribbean. Next week we will return and we will have a a very cram packed um, uh, companion episode. So much to talk about. There is. There's so much mm-hmm. history. There are in in um, I think almost every single 
park across the world, there is a version of Pirates of the Caribbean. We're going to talk about the different um, the different versions of this ride across the different parks. We're going to talk about the history, the secrets, um, and the how changes it, the changes the how it came to be in Ma- in Magic Kingdom, especially and um, and the Halloween party version. Yeah, yeah. There's different versions of it. Hidden Mickey's. Hidden Mickey. So we've got a lot to so talk about things. next week. Uh, but before we, why go, are you listening to this one? <laughs> what are you doing? Go. What's that, Joe? Hashtag, what are you doing, Joe? And so, <laughs> Amy, why don't you let us know about the social deets one I more will. time before we get out. I will. Uh, if you didn't have a pen before, now's the time to grab it. Because on Instagram, we are at, at sign, not the word at. Okay. Um, Thank you. Ride Through Pavilion. Also, our Pinterest board is at Ride Through Pavilion. But we switch it up on you on Twitter at Ride Through Pod. And if your podcast app allows you to review the podcast, oh man, it'd be so awesome. We would love it that. Would rock, rock. Yeah. If you would go on there and just review our podcast because podcasts live and die by the consumer review. So get on there, say we're great, even though we're not. No, we are great. We are so great. <laughs> Jeez. Five stars. Um, and all right, we deserve gonna... every one of them. <laughs> that is two extreme <laughs> views, Amy. Let's bring it to the middle. Hey, I'm just giving the people options. Okay. Okay. So you have one of those two options. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, hey, listen, until then, we will see you uh, for our companion episode. Uh, until then, my name is Jeremy. My name will continue being Amy. Okay. I'm Fiona. Spoiler alert next week. (laughs) I'm Fiona. And uh, on behalf of Liam as well, we will see you next time on... Ride through, ride through.